Hi, this is Tim Krolski. You've gotten to know some of Garner's folks personally through my podcast. Now it's time for you to hear about the ever-changing things happening in the trucking industry. From regulations to technology to customers and the daily life of a trucker, it's time to hear from the folks on the road and the people off the road who provide support. What will your perspective be? Will you agree with the thoughts of others? Find out when you come with me on Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cab. I'm your host, Tim Krolski, and today I have two very special guests with me. I am honored to have Avas Ashraf, who is one of our driver trainers here at Garner Trucking. And luckily enough for me, I also get the honor of speaking with Jose Clavijo. That's right. From Cleveland, Ohio, right? That's right. Welcome aboard. I'm glad to have you, Thank you. on on board the uh, the good ship Garner here. Yeah, we glad. <laughs> we uh, we have um, kind of an interesting conversational piece, I think, today. Um, something that I think is near and dear to every trucking company's heart right now, and that is the heart and soul of any trucking company, which is the driver force. Um, just to kind of set up our conversation a little bit today. There's a couple of things that are going on in the universe right now that are really adding to, I think, what's already was a bad situation. And depending on who you talk to, some will say, yeah, there's no driver shortage. I don't believe in that. There's a shortage of pay. There's, you know, all all these other reasons why we don't call it a driver shortage. Um, We've got a situation right now with COVID where uh, the peak volumes of freight it's just insane and i've been in trucking now for 24 years i've never really seen anything quite to this magnitude and it's keeping everyone very busy these are great problems to have but behind it all is the workforce piece that that isn't there or if we you know if i had 10 more trucks or 10 more drivers or 20 more trucks 20 more i could be doing a lot more freight we we could be even busier than we are right now so again really good problems to have but then you compound the COVID situation with uh, a long time of no ability to be able to go and actually get training. Jose, you're kind of familiar in, yeah, the, in this world. When did you start training? Um, I did start my training back in the, um, January 23rd. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and what, four weeks? Yeah, it took me three weeks. Three it was, weeks. It was pretty rough. I mean, um, I didn't have not even my permit. So it was it was kind of So you start from ground zero. Ground zero. Ground okay. zero. All yeah. right. It's been it's been a roller coaster but um I'm glad I made it. <laughs> yeah, well we are too. We are too. I know that uh, especially in the first part of of uh 2020 when you started getting into April and May and even into June um, even your Bureau of Motor Vehicles was closed. You couldn't even get your CDL updated. So those, so those that were going to school couldn't even get it at that point. You combine those issues with um, a, a drug and alcohol clearinghouse now, which has, uh, I, th- I believe the last statistic I heard was close to 60,000 drivers that have been disqualified wow. for drugs and alcohol for you know whatever reason. And that's, you know a, again, can be a positive thing in terms of if you have some sust- substance abuse issues and you're out on the road, that's we, we don't want that. We want a safe industry. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still 60,000 more drivers that mm-hmm. are not behind the wheel. Right. So with the volumes of freight we have, you know, the, 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 the shortages coming from that clearinghouse and, and um, from that driver training pool, I've always believed, and I think we even did a show about this, that 21-year-old driver from 18 to 21, you miss a whole market of, of individuals that just don't simply get into the industry. They go to something 
else because they can't. They won't, you know, they're not allowed to drive interstate. Um, so it's uh, not very appealing from, from the trucking company standpoint in some situations. They don't want to deal with a driver that's brand new like that at, at, at 18 or 19 years of age. Um, because they're still developing habits, driving habits, those types of things. So it really puts trucking in a difficult spot. So Avis, how long have you been with Garner? Uh, five years. Okay, so five years now. Five years, yeah. And and through that time, you've already seen some massive changes. Uh, massive changes. It's just uh, very uh, people are very nice here, and everything is beautiful. Working with Garner, and I love uh, four and four off. Okay. Uh, so I can spend time with the family. And I can be on the road. Well, you've got young kids. Yes, I have young kids, and uh, they're just crazy. Take so much time, so much energy, and uh, but it's just still fun. Uh, whenever I go home, spend time with the family, and so when I'm on the road, I just make sure I drive as much as I can, so I can make enough money to survive. Sure. Well, and that's you know one of the things that we we had put that four by four program together. It's probably been, I don't know, 20, 2012, something like that, 2012, 2013. It's actually by design of a, a couple of our drivers that came in and said, hey, uh, one of them was close to retirement. One of them had a farm. Both of them wanted to continue to work and drive truck, but they didn't want to have to do it to the magnitude that they were doing, you know, in a five by six type situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we wanted to offer that as an alternative. It was, again, driver-born idea. So we, we take those things pretty seriously. And that's doing exactly what it's meant to do for someone like yourself yeah. who has kids at home. Yeah. You have priorities. you got to make money. we got to get out there and do those things. But at the same time, there's some other priorities on the home front, yeah, too. Yeah, I started 2015, and I love it. I, I think this is the only reason I'm sticking with the trucking. And I love it. It's thanks to Garner. Awesome. By having four and four mm-hmm. off. So, Jose, you've been here for a total of like five minutes in the yeah. real world, right? So what what at this point would you say, um, just just the job in general, what are you seeing as the positives? What are you seeing as the negatives at this point? Okay, well, um, one of the things that I did like was the, um, the option of going four and four or five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, I did pick five and six because I'm, I'm starting. I'm a, I'm a rookie. And um, I need to I need to put a, a lot of hard work out there. You know, I have to put a lot of um, mileage, get experience under my belt. And right now, I'm in the mission of um, accomplishing all the goals that I got in my life. Um, I got a kid to look out for, and okay. that's pushing me hard to you sure. know reach those goals. I'm planning to be a homeowner later on in the future. So um, working the five six is gonna is gonna help me you know make the money that i need to make my goals happen and um i like the fact that i can always change back and forward uh, as long as there's a a, a position, a position yeah. available um but um yeah I'm, I'm gonna go for a few years like you know try to stay there at the five six and later i'll move to the four and four and and enjoy my kids' life a little more, and uh, you know, after the hard work and all the goals are accomplished. So that's incredible. Yeah, I, that's a you know, that. not that odd a story. Um, we were sharing a few moments earlier before we got started with the with the program today, and um, you know, I've got four boys, and I did the same thing. I wanted to raise my children and give them the best possible life that I could, and trucking provided that for me. I'm very thankful to be in this industry as long as I have. Yeah. 
And I think it's always been important to have those different avenues, as you guys are pointing out, that 4 by 4 5 by 6 And not that I want this to be a commercial for Garner, but at the end of the day, that's really what it's got to be about because as we we're, we're really are kind of uh, in a tough spot as far as that workforce, we've got to come up with some creative solutions that work, you know, for everyone involved. Sure. Yeah, I mean, if Jose, you like five and six days, it's very yeah. good. I mean, it's that's what you pick, and it's nice. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Um, you can work and uh, help you can achieve your goals sooner than what you're thinking. It's happening. I'm very positive. I know I'm going to make it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, stay safe out there all the time. Yeah, drive you know. safe. Be be on time, be safe, stay aware. That's right. There's a lot of stuff going out there in the road, especially nowadays, but also this whole COVID situation is making a lot of people, I believe it's making a lot of people yep. um, stressful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's a new way of life, so they're not used to it. And having that, that change in such a short period is just... Yeah, it's, it's life-changing. Yeah. yeah, it is life-changing. It's, it's I think, for some, exhausting. Um, I know that, you know, through the last year of managing people, you know, you see so many different reactions to what's happened um, over the course of this last year now. I mean, it's been almost literally a year. Yeah, more than uh, a year, yes. Yeah, since, since, uh, since things got shut down. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think, you know, it all started with a lot of mass depression and, you know, we're not going out anymore and those types of things. But even I was reading an article just this morning about the volumes of um, the volumes of freight. And now the dynamics of that may shift a little bit. Maybe we're not buying as much toilet paper as we were, you know, six (laughs) months ago. But but at the end of the day, um, these products are still... I mean, there's still a high demand. Yeah, high I demand. think supply chain, there's there's still a shortage of items. Yeah. Um, I know even for us, you know, some of the things like truck parts, we're having a hard time getting hoses, you know, regular normal things that you should be able to get. True. We're having some difficulty with, and it's, it's thanks to the truck driver that we do get those items <laughs> yeah. when we can, you know, when True. and if we can. Yeah. Um, Avis, what? I, I call you Avis no, because that's... Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's easier <laughs> for everybody. So, uh, but the question that I had for you is, what can what can trucking companies do to better firm up that relationship with with the driver? Because there there's a separation that happens, right? You know, you have this sure. uh, this team of people that's in a building somewhere, and we're taking phone calls and handling customers and drivers and all these things, and then we have that individual that's out on the road. I think uh, what you're doing right here, right now, podcast, uh, listening to drivers. So everybody can listen to our voice. It's just like you want you want to listen to driver what they have to say. Uh, they want more home time. They want more time on the road. They want more mileage. They want uh, break. They want to drive at nighttime or they want to drive in the daytime or they want the newer trucks. They want uh, the drivers. I mean, we are happy when our truck is running fine without any incident any yeah. incidents and it's just with all that pandemic and corona it's just people are more frustrated more crazy on the road so we need to be drive more careful because if you see every other car they're holding a cell phone texting while they're driving so our truckers we are more careful driving for um, on the road we oh, you're professionals more, yeah we're professional we need to be make sure we keep our safe distance and everything. And uh, for this pandemic, uh, I think this Garner company is doing a fantastic job uh, keeping all the drivers in and uh, hiring new drivers. 
which is uh, it's very nice. Well, it's it's challenging. It's at challenging, times. yes. But uh, would, all the people in this company, they're doing a fantastic job. Would you say that? Um, do you think that drivers are leaving the industry uh, because of things like the pandemic, because of the stress of it, because of the worries of it, or do you not see that as a trend? And I don't have any statistics to back that up either way. But uh, I, I don't know. The only time I think they can leave is just when probably they can get tired of driving or maybe they have some family issue going on in their personal life, like maybe um, with their kids, with their wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just got fed up because they're not they're on the road and they're not in in the house all the yeah. time. They'll probably worry that they'll get but sick and you know time will be very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know people I know friends and including family that had the COVID in the past and and it's it's been pretty hard for them, you know, um, because yeah. they they feel they feel like they're alone. Yeah, just because nobody wants to get nearby and, and you know. Oh, yeah, like I, I know exactly what you're saying. Whenever you turn the TV on, the radio, I mean, they're just talking about people are dying and dying and dying. It's, uh, it, it, it's very serious virus, and it's just scare everybody. Well, and it's, it's hard to hear that over and over again each day, uh, yeah. too. Yeah. I know, you know, to your point, Jose, I, I, um, my, uh, my mother, she's from where I grew up in Lorraine. She still lives there. I haven't seen her. Um, I've seen her twice in the last year, yeah. and uh, you know it's it's a little unsettling at that point. Yeah. We have you know we've been doing things through uh, portal. Now yeah. we use the portal, mm-hmm. and and uh, at least I can see her and have some conversation and On the video, um, cha- video yeah, chat. Yeah, we can yeah. enjoy each other's company. Which, if this would have happened, you know, 20, 30 years ago, that you know, would, would have be been even possible. Yeah, not at all. Uh, not at all. Before about a year and a few months ago when the COVID actually started, um, I had two jobs. I was doing HVAC commercially, and I was doing a tire technician commercially uh, as a part-time during weekends. Um, But when the COVID came, um, they used to send me out to um, hospitals. You know, they needed AC because they were setting up tents and they were setting up um, COVID checkpoints. Um, they needed air scrubbers. Um, the HVAC industry actually got some some good gold over there because sure. all of these equipment started being rented and, and sold and all this kind of stuff. And um, it was like the beginning of it where it literally broom out the whole the whole situation. I kind of got a little shy and a little worried about what was going on. I mean, my son was two years old by, by that time. And um, I, I I can say that I quit that job because of the COVID, you know, it, it just, I was just too worried for my kid. Um, doing the tire technician full time, I was a bit more away from, you know, hospitals yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, and I was more on my own, you know. Yeah. Um, and still it was, I'm not gonna mention the company, but um, it wasn't like the the most clean, and it wasn't like they were following things up how they were supposed to. Right. And I was there was that point where I was just like, you know, I gotta find something better. I, you know, I'm risking too much, and that's why I went for the um for the CDL, thinking that for sure um 
picking the solo driver mm-hmm. position. I can be a little bit more on my own and kind of take care of my myself. You know, if something happens to me, I can say that it was because maybe I I got a little bit you know careless. Then, so yeah, I'm just I putting remember. myself on my own oh, to avoid yeah. everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, last year in the pa- during pandemic, uh, still we're in pandemic, but last year uh, whenever uh, you're out of sanitizer, mm-hmm. hand sanitizer, and I'm unable to find it anywhere. So I need to clean the truck. I need to make sure I'm safe. I'm on the work. So I always come in the office and I always get uh, refilled my bottle hand sanitizer and spray for cleaning the stuff the truck and everything and which was very i was very fortunate for that so one I, of those things yeah. we got very good at in a yes, very short yeah, amount of time always in the office you, the things are available all the mask and everything which you cannot find it anywhere outside even if you want to pay double or triple them price but uh, so it was like wow that's nice amazing yeah we <laughs> i'll tell you a little story about <laughs> that so it, it actually it boils down to our our um our, our, our HR director. Her husband uh, is retired military mm-hmm. and he's at home. Great guy. And he basically would just go and headhunt every single day. <laughs> he would be the guy going to the store if he could <laughs> find a couple bottles of sanitizer, that, a couple bottles amazing. of cleaner. He did, he did it literally every day. He would yep. go out and do that. And uh, that's how we got at least got started with it. Yep. And then mm-hmm. over time, obviously, you get a little bit of buying Motion. power and yes. you can you know, to start to fix that problem as, as time went on and we got some things moving, you know, yeah. but it's interesting. Um, it's I, a- I just wondered if, you know, if, if that is a situation where drivers have left the industry because of the fact that they were, one thing that never really got talked about is the fact that they're traveling. You guys are traveling, Yes. you know, you're going to other States, you're going to, you know, but the, the adaptation there, I think from even the shipping community who didn't want to get sick either, they came up with a lot of pretty creative stuff, right? Yes, uh, you, there is no touch freight. I mean, you have to be um, to stay far from the windows for your paperwork, BOL. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was there. Everybody got pretty creative, and they sign up a uh, paperwork from you. Like, you have any um, symptoms, or you, are you sick? They check mm-hmm. your temperature before you go. Every uh, shipper is different. Every receiver is different. But uh, they're all taking all the full cautions, and you have to wear a mask all the time whenever you're on their property. Mm-hmm. And it's it's helping everybody, all the drivers. And thank God, um, we I worked in all this pandemic and uh, never got sick or nothing, yeah. no flu, or nothing. Thank God. That's awesome. And, and we we did have pretty good luck. Yes, we did have pretty uh, good luck, at lucky, least yes. the, you know to this point anyway. True. We had a few drivers that were. A little skeptical, and I think um, the only way we could handle that is the only way we knew how, and that was to be lenient. And if you decided that you needed to be home through that time, and then yeah. okay, that's what you've got to do. You know? True. And uh, I think it worked out for those, and it worked out for others that were able to work and felt yeah. comfortable in doing so. It's you know, it's a tough time when you're you know you're dealing with something brand new on a world scale like yeah. this. And sometimes I think I mean, uh, if uh, the, the companies can explain to the drivers what's the procedure we have to take sometimes let's say if a driver is driving and he got sick and he felt sick but he don't want to be stay home to you know get everyone else sick. get everybody sick yeah. or maybe he was like oh if i stay home i don't make that money i need that cash so the companies uh, need they can explain more 
like what you have to do let's say if the driver got covid or they got symptoms what they have to do next step mm-hmm. so they should explain more to the drivers so the drivers can feel comfortable so they don't have to be like oh my god if i stay home or i'm off so i'm not gonna make money what barring barring the the covid situation what what else can can driving companies do to ensure that best workforce to take care of the drivers they have you know is it's one thing to hire new drivers right but it's always easier it's always better if you can keep who you have and grow from there right. instead of you know turnover what what would you say top two or three things that you, trucking companies can do better um i think if the drivers who's been with the company for five years or more than a year or two years well any any many years with the company and he decided to go with different company or uh, switch the company without retiring, the, I think the company should talk to him or her and ask what's going on. It, it, most of the time, I believe it's just a money issue because a lot of new companies, they're offering drivers higher pay, which you can make uh, working for last five years or 10 years. Right. So, I mean, if you talk with them to the drivers or drivers can talk to the company, they can work out something. Maybe they won't let you go if, if the price uh, pay can raise a couple cents or more, ten percent or whichever. Okay, all right. So I think um, that's the only thing I can think of right now. Or other than that, it just could be a personal reason. Well, and I find for us, return. our turnover, a lot of it will happen with home time. Yeah. We want that yeah. daily, you know, home daily type situation, which I think you know is kind of end game for a lot of drivers that are out there. Yeah. Um, but that's you know, I know that's always another area if sure. we can be a little more creative in that universe. Yeah from from a from a driver's perspective or, um yeah i mean uh, having a new truck and and uh break free trucks that, that can't hurt dream. that can't <laughs> hurt yes that can't hurt jose what what, what are your thoughts I, I mean again limited time in the industry but you're already starting to see you know what it's like long days it's tough hours yeah. it's weird hours it's you know you're, you're always waking up someplace different and and uh, there's an adventure there but at the end of the day it's still tough work it's hard work so what what else what else can truck driving companies do to to support the driver on the road um well i would say the money like he like he was saying um gladly i i mean i'm not rich i'm i'm not poor i'm in between on the middle class and that's it. It's all about the money. <laughs> I, I guess so, because um, honestly, um, I, I think that guess it's all about those <laughs> those guys who who has been working out there being essential. Um, I think they feel a little bit mistreated when you know a lot of other people who are not essential. They were just sitting home making a bunch of money. Oh yeah, and you know it, it's kind of like for those essential employees. I think it's a little bit unfair. Yeah. I mean, I've been essential since the whole thing started, and I have felt how, like, man, a little bonus, you know. But, I mean, that's... We did two of those last year. You just fell short. Yeah, I fell short. We (laughs) sent out two essential bonuses last year because you're you're hitting it right on the head. I mean, (laughs) you're making the country go. Right. You're making the country move. And that's, you know, it seems like... It seems like when you're behind the wheel and you're you're moving a load, yes. it doesn't seem like all that, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's the reality. Everything we everything we need to survive. True. You're bringing it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I believe that um, the one reason why why I'm I'm staying in, in places and I, I can work um 
years for our companies because of the um, communication and and you know the trust that that we may has um, you know employee and employer um, that and that's the same thing I was telling Jose the other day maybe yesterday like with the Garner this company um, he can talk to anybody anytime and he will be known by the name not by the numbers or by anything he can come in the office talk to you yeah. or anybody so sure. like family so well, just, just like family just like this just who, like that who would have thought a week ago you'd be on a podcast right? <laughs> yeah, yeah the first time on a podcast yeah. I'm like wow what is going so on over here it took you one week to get here and it took me five years to get here <laughs> 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 there we go uh, well I think on that note I just want to say gentlemen I really appreciate uh, no, what you're doing out there thank you I appreciate the fact that you took some time to talk with me today and definitely appreciate the job you do each and every day out there. Thank so. you very much. I appreciate yeah. uh, you taking our... Yeah, really uh, a lot. I'm learning a lot. Think about. Yes. Well, hopefully uh, you can reflect back on it now and think of about 20 other things that, oh, I should have said this. It, right? It's, it's going to happen. I would be <laughs> like, oh, my God, uh, why wouldn't I say that? So, <laughs> yeah. <it's> just <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I know preach pretty sure as soon as I walked on it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, um, c- communication, like he said, a yeah. company should talk to the driver directly and see well, how we can help you. And that will, that will help more to stay the drivers. Yeah. Appreciate that. On that note, I say thanks for another edition of Beyond the Cab. Right, thank you. Thank you. Bye.